John chapter 15, if you have your Bibles this morning, I will preach the word of the Lord beginning at John chapter 15 and verse number 5. It's such an honor just to be able to stand before you today and be able to preach the word of the Lord to you. I love the word of the Lord. I love the word of the Lord. Amen. John chapter 15, and I will begin with verse number 5. Jesus says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, Jesus says, you can do nothing. For without me, you can do nothing. I want to preach by the help of the Lord for a little bit this morning on this subject. Connected to the source. Connected to the source. Lord, help us this morning to preach, Lord, what you have laid upon our heart in the manner that you have laid it upon, upon my heart. I pray today, Lord, that the words that I speak, Lord, would minister into the hearts of your people this morning. And we thank you in Jesus' name. And we love you, Lord. Amen. God bless you. Be seated this morning. The alarm rang through the empty hallways, bouncing off the lockers and catching the attention of the focused students in their studies. Students straightened in their seats as they prepared for a normal fire drill. The boys particularly were excited as they're about to get a break from class. Teachers disgruntled at the inconvenience of yet another interruption from their regiment readied their students to prepare for yet another routine fire drill. As students entered into the hallways, they were astonished to see billowing smoke circling throughout the building. This was not just another routine fire drill. This was the real deal. Fire was making its way through the building with unstoppable fury. Chaos and frenzied emotions mounted as the students and teachers and faculty gathered on the front lawn. They watched as flames engulfed the historical school. Tragically, a brief head count revealed a very grave reality. 283 students were unaccounted for. They were trapped inside the burning building to face a horrifying end. After the tragedy, the school board and other community leaders met to discuss the magnitude of the loss and to find ways to prevent this from ever happening again. There wasn't a family in town that in some way was not touched by the tragic fire. 
Not only was the community rocked by the tragic loss of life, but they were outraged when they discovered that the school was not equipped with a required fire suppression system. Their sprinkler system did not exist. Strange that I would preach this this morning, right? They were determined that this would never happen again. In an effort to begin the healing and rebuilding process, the school board, the school board decided to design and install the most state-of-the-art sprinkler system available. By the time of the grand opening, the system was in place and student life resumed to a new normal. The school's janitorial staff paid attention to every detail of the building. Everything was meticulously in place. And honor students were chosen to give tours of the new campus. On each tour, they would stop to tell the story and explain the potential of the new fire suppression sprinkler system and to share info about its intrinsic value. One morning, while one of the custodians made his rounds, he noticed something that seemed to be a bit strange. The open end of a sprinkler main had never been connected to the water source, thus revealing the fact that their state-of-the-art sprinkler system was of absolutely no value at all. Ladies and gentlemen, a simple little story this morning to springboard me into what I want to preach to you about today. But unless we stay connected to the source, you will have no power. The source is always more important than the outlet. Unless we're connected to Him, we will be nothing more than a dedicated, disconnected faucet without water. We must do more than simply go through some sort of spiritual motions. We must stay connected to the source and allow the living water of the Most High God to flow through us. John chapter 7 verse 38 says, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Before the Holy Ghost can ever flow out of us, we must be connected to the source. I want to remind you this morning that you can have everything in your life seemingly in place, but unless you have an absolute strong connection to the source of where it all comes from, you don't really have anything at all. John chapter 15, verse number 5 says, I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me and I in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you 
can do nothing. I want to reiterate the words that Jesus said when he was speaking about the power that rests in him and the source that came from him. He said, without me, you can do nothing. Can I tell you this morning that the songwriter said, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. I come this morning to remind you that there is nothing that you can do without the source being connected. You've got to have the flow of the Holy Ghost in you. You've got to have the power of the Almighty God flowing in your veins. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. I've heard it said before, and I will reiterate it again, but whatever you are connected with will be what flows out of you. You can stay connected to human reasoning and that's what's going to flow out of you. You can be connected to evil influences and it will flow out of you. But if you're connected with the power of the Holy Ghost, I want to tell you the power of the Holy Ghost will be able to flow out of you. I I don't know about you, but I know about me today. I want to be connected to the flow from heaven. Somebody ought to give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Brother Corey, if you could give me just a tad bit of monitor, I can hear. I don't want you to hurt them out there. I just need a tad bit of monitor. i got to do this again tonight. <laughs> I want to be connected to the flow from heaven. It was state of the art. It was the most modern system they could put in. But if it was never connected to the source, it just looked great. But if a fire would have come, it would have been useless. It was well designed in every every facet. It looked the part, but the most important connection was never secured. Our fire suppression system, guys, just in case you wonder where I get my messages, I get them from construction sites. And Reader's Digest. Our fire suppression guy was out yesterday, and he was going through some training. He was laying some things out for us, and he said, I'll bring my guys up, and we'll make the riser connection. I said, that might be a good thing. He kind of looked at me and winked. He said, that is a good thing. He said, because if that isn't right, and nothing else going to work. I, he had no idea what I was going to preach today. Neither did I. <laughs> but I got to tell you this morning, that there are some things that I don't want to take any chances on. There are some things that I can't afford to take a chance on. I have to know that I know that I know that I am connected to a source. I am connected to the source. The power does not come from me. The power does not come from my abilities. The power does not come from good music or good singing a good choir, good worship, good programming, or even a good church. But the power comes from the Almighty God. He is the source. 
source. You want to know where the source is? Let me tell you where the healing power comes from. It's not in the hand that laid upon your head, but the source, ladies and gentlemen, is not in the oil that you're anointed with, but the source is from God Almighty. I don't know about you today, but I want connected to the flow. I want connected to the source. I don't want to ever reach a point where I start thinking it's me. We've got to do more than just look the part. We've got to be connected to the heavenly source. I read a little article the other day and somebody said sometimes it feels it is better to feel saved than to be saved. Or, or actually I think the way they said it was I think it's equally as important to feel saved as it is to be saved. I'm not sure I identify because there's some days that my feelings may not feel saved. Oh, y'all leave me up here by myself when I get real with you. Some days I... Some days, our bishop, before his passing, I remember him, him calling for me to come out to the house. And I got out there where he was. He looked at me. And he said, here's, here's how it would always go. He said, Philip, Brother Jordan, you're my pastor. I said, yes, sir. I am your pastor. You're my bishop. He said, do you think I'm saved? I said, if you're not saved, Bishop, I, I don't know if any of us are. There are some days that we may not feel saved. There are some days that, that you may wander around and question, but i got to tell you something. If you're not connected to the source, you can look saved and act saved. And If you're not connected to the source, let me tell you what you are. You're, 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 just, you're just a vessel that's holding a bunch of stagnant water. But you've got to be connected to the source. And if you're going to ever accomplish anything, it will not be of yourself. You can do certain things on your own. You can do certain things within your flesh. But you're never going to do anything significant within your flesh. If you rely on your talent, you're only going to go as far as your talent can take you. If you're going to rely on your abilities, you're going to only going to go as far as your training and abilities will allow you to go. But when you have the Holy Ghost working in you, when you have the power of the Holy Ghost flowing in you, I've got to tell you that there is nothing Listen to me this morning. There is nothing that is impossible because you are not speaking enticing words of man's wisdom, but you are coming with power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost flowing through you, if you have his royal blood in your veins, there is nothing that you cannot do. John chapter 4, Jesus met with a woman at the well. And he said to her, woman, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that saith unto thee, give me a drink, you would ask of him, and he would have given thee living water. And Jesus goes on in verse 13, and he says, And whosoever drinketh of the water, of this water will thirst again. 
But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. And it will be a well springing up into everlasting life. Jesus spake of water because he knew what it would take to satisfy her spiritual thirst. There was perhaps a reason that the woman was at the well. There was a reason that Jesus began to speak to her about water and about the spiritual water that he gave. The well that Christ was talking about was an inner well that led to true satisfaction. John also declares that this is an artesian well that would become like a river that would never be able to be held back. What he is saying is that when you have been filled with the Holy Ghost, that within you there will be something that will generate a flow out of you. If the flow is only in you, then it's never going to be able to flow out of you. But when it's an artesian flow, there is a flow into you, and that flow will begin to build up that you cannot contain, and it will have to flow out of you. The fact that Jesus used rivers as a symbol for the Spirit-filled life is significant considering who he was. He was the creator. He was the source of the water. His hand carved the Amazon and it directed the Nile. With his finger, he drew the course of the mighty Mississippi. He chose water to describe the work of the Holy Spirit within us. It is mightier than our, nat- than our natural rivers because he is the source of of the living water. Where the water flows, there is always life. Bring a river to a desert and it produces an oasis. The Amazon basin with its miles of rivers holds more species of plant and animals than than any other area of the world. It produces more of our oxygen than any other place in the world. Wherever the river of living water flows, it will produce life. If the artesian flow of the Holy Ghost is in you, it will produce life. There is no such thing as a dead, stagnant Christian. Thank the four of you for for supporting me. There is no such thing as a dead, stagnant Christian. If the flow of the Holy Ghost is in you, it will produce life. When a life becomes spiritually stagnant, it tells me something about the work of the Holy Ghost in their life. They have cut off the flow of the Holy Ghost. It's easy to see. It's all over their countenance. It's all over their actions. It's all over their facial expressions. It's all over them when they get in church. Because whatever it is, either the Holy Ghost is going to be all over you or your resistance to the Holy Ghost is going to be all over you. 
Either you're going to be alive with the Holy Ghost or you will be spiritually dead. Let the living waters this morning touch those dry and dead areas of your life. I'm preaching this morning that there is a flow of water. There is an artesian flow that comes from God. We have been connecting to too many things, I have a feeling. We may be connecting to too many websites. We may be connected to too many mentors in our life. We may be connecting to too many other sources, but we need the source that comes from above. We need the source of the Holy Ghost. Let the living waters touch you this morning in those dead, dry areas of your life. Every child of God ought to be a walking oasis in a world that doesn't that 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 is that is nothing more than a wasteland filled with lifeless mankind. Humanity is 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 weakened because it does not have a life source. But a child of God ought to be able to walk in and introduce. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Let me tell you. About about the source. Let me tell you about the power of God that works in my life and it will change the environment of everybody you are around. Water attracts life. Animals line riverbanks drawing life from it. Attracted by its life-giving flow. The Spirit flowing through us will bring us in contact with people who are looking for the life-giving source that is flowing out of us. If the life-giving source is not flowing out of you, you'll just live and you'll die. But with the power of the Holy Ghost flowing out of you, everybody you come in contact with ought to see something in you. And you ought to say, let me share it with you. You know why? Because this is not of myself. Let me tell you how you can get connected to the source. Let me tell you how you can get connected to the flow. Let me tell you, this spirit flowing through us will bring about opportunities for us to be able to minister to others because the flowing water will always create change. By its very nature, rivers, and streams undergo consistent change. Streams undergo a constant process of cleaning. Did you know that? Streams clean themselves. The water flows. It flows over the rocks and through the sands and into the soil and back out through the sands. Rivers are cleaner than lakes and ponds because there is a system that is set up in them where they actually clean themselves. Let me tell you about the work of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost within you does not say it is a pool or a lake or a reservoir, but it said there would be in you a well that is springing up. The flow of the Holy Ghost in you will be constantly sanctifying you. The Holy Ghost in you 
will be constantly purifying you and cleaning you and making you better if you don't see yourself progressing. If somebody says, well, pastor, I'm not sure that I'm progressing. I feel stagnant. You know what you need to do? You need to get back connected to the source. First thing you do is you don't start checking downstream of who you're affecting. You go upstream and you start making sure I am connected to the source. Let me start here because if I'm connected to him, I don't have to worry about what's going to be produced down there because in me he has put a system that where water will flow. Oh, If you're connected to him, you can count on it. It's going to flow out of you and there will be a purifying that will happen in you. There will be a cleaning that will happen to you. There's Scripture said we are washed by the water of his word. There is a system of purifying that will happen in us. You just have to worry about staying connected to the source. The work of the Holy Ghost is constantly sanctifying and giving us what is needed for our daily life. There's garbage and trash in every one of our lives. Would you wake up your neighbor? The rest of you are acting like you're either, you're either so holy that you're denying that you have anything in your life that could possibly be wrong. Or you're asleep, one of the two. There's trash in every one of our lives that needs cleaned up. You know why? Because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. In every one of our lives, there is this ongoing issue of the war of the flesh against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. The longer you live, the more you ought to know about yourself and you ought to know about your, your personal struggles and battles. And when you think that the good in you came from you or your understanding of you, you are thinking very humanistic. But if you understand, I think it was the Apostle Paul that said, in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. One writer goes on and he says, I am what I am only by the grace of God. Can I tell you this morning that if there's anything good in me, I know where that came from. It's not because I came from a wonderful gene pool. I've got a good brother, good dad, got a good family, a few good family members. The rest of them, talk to the Texas Department of Corrections. We were going to have a family reunion, but they wouldn't, all, they wouldn't let us all in at one time. This is the truth. In my family history research, I discovered that my family was one of eight families that crossed the Angelina River into then Tejas or Texas when it was under Mexican rule 
they were hired by the government to go in and cause trouble. That's right. They were known as rebel rousers. That's where my genes come from. Gary's proud of it. I'm not. I know that if there's anything good in me, it's not because of where I came from. I know if there's anything good in me, it's not because I'm that good. It's because I'm staying connected to the source. And if I ever get too arrogant to stay connected to the source, the flow will be cut off. If I lay hands on somebody and they receive their healing, it's not because of me. It's because of the source. If I lay hands on somebody and they receive the Holy Ghost, it's not because of me. It's because of the source. If I help somebody, it's not because of me. It's because I'm connected to the source. Come on, you have access to the same source that I have access to and if you're not connected to it today you ought to get connected to it because there's nothing better than the flow of the Holy Ghost through your life we all have history that we may not be proud of well there you go again we may all have some things, some trash and some garbage that need clean. But do you know that God put a system of washing and cleaning? By the Holy Ghost, He purifies you. It's easy in the powerful current of the Holy Ghost to allow the washing and regeneration of the Holy Ghost to occur. I didn't make that phrase up, by the way. I borrowed that right out of the Bible. Because that's exactly what the Holy Ghost does. It is the washing and the regeneration of the Holy Ghost. In other words, when we get filthy, it is the Word of God by the power of His Spirit that regenerates, it reactivates, it reworks in us. And therefore, the flow begins to come and come out of us. But be careful. Don't ever let the connection from the source, don't ever get connected to the wrong source. Stay connected to Him and every. Everything else in your life will flow clear, clean, life-giving water. Let me tell you a couple things I learned about flowing water. Flowing water. The nature of flowing water continually enlarges its borders. Continually enlarges its borders. A stream will make its own channel and it will before long become a creek and after a while become the size of a river. It will continually grow sometimes cutting through solid rock to get to where it needs to go, often making unexpected terms, turns. When we get comfortable doing what we are doing, headed where we're headed, the Holy Ghost will often begin cutting a brand new path through your life. And you start questioning why the stress, why the pressure, why am I going through the thing that I'm going through? Why am I dealing with the thing that I'm dealing with? And it is the Holy Ghost saying you need a redirection of the current in your life. There's an area of your life I need to perfect and I'm going to cut and work through this brand new area. Flowing water constantly 
has a changing of depth. Do you know the first move of, of a flowing river is not to widen, but the mission of the river is to cut deeper. The Holy Ghost will cut below the shallow confessions in our life and the superficial service of our life until it begins to produce depth in you. The Holy Ghost will cut deeper and deeper into your life. This cutting can sometimes be painful. It can sometimes be humbling because what it often reveals beneath the surface are things that we did not even know was there. I'm closing quickly this morning, but flowing water has a naturally occurring system that from time to time it will overflow. This is what you have to know. If you choose to ever purchase property, some of you have, a, have cabins out on the river, and you have learned the last few years what I'm talking about to be true. If you're downstream, you can count on it. Sooner or later, the river is going to overflow. Denham Springs, Louisiana just had a flood that no one who has ever lived there has ever seen before. The church in Denham Springs, evangelist Mark Winters was here, lost his home and everything that they have. Denham Springs, Louisiana was almost flooded off the map. And there's a very small river that is there and no one has ever lived to see it. The hydrologists come back and they say, the only thing we can understand is that this may be a 500-year flood. In other words, it's a flood that happens once every 500 years. But there is something you can always count on. Where there is a river, there will always be an overflow. Sooner or later, there will be an overflow. They can put a dam up in the river and they can create a lake, but they better make a gate to let some of the water out because sooner or later, Either the dam is going to break or the water is going to breach the surface of the dam because you cannot hold back flowing water. You cannot hold it back. It will eventually, it will eventually overflow. Rivers naturally overflow the banks after great storms. It doesn't matter what your personality is. It doesn't matter what your preferences are. If the Holy Ghost is in you, occasionally there is going to be an overflow. If you've never had an overflow, you need to check your source. You need to check the connection to your source. There are two things you ought to know about the Holy Ghost. One, the Holy Ghost is a reviving spirit, meaning it will bring whatever is dead back to life. 
The Holy Ghost is a reviving spirit, and the Holy Ghost is a renewing spirit. It will renew, restore, refresh, and revive. Where there is a flow, there is always potential. This is what makes rivers different from lakes is that a constant pushing outward always occurs until it reaches the sea. The baptism of the Holy Ghost in you will not just fill you, but it will constantly be pushing you. It will be pushing you forward. It will be pushing you. It will be taking you further than what you have ever been. That's what the Holy Ghost is for. If you don't have the Holy Ghost this morning, you need the Holy Ghost that will move you from where you are, and it will move you forward. If, if, you're, if you feel like you're stagnant where you are, you need to check your connection to the source because the Holy Ghost is going to be pushing you forward. It's going to be pushing you to a deeper depth. It's going to be pushing you to do things you've never done before. The flow of water is one of the most powerful sources known to man. How many of you have ever felt the flow, the strength of the flow of water? You ever walked out into a creek or a river and felt the flow against you as it's pushing and tugging on you? What if you hadn't resisted it? What if you had just laid down in it and let it just take you? What if you had just allowed it it would have taken you to places that you maybe have never been before. What I'm saying to you this morning is that some of us need to just yield to the flow of the Holy Ghost today. You need to just wade in and get a little deeper than ankle deep, a little deeper than knee deep, but you need to wade on into the deep waters and you need to just let the Holy Ghost begin to flow over you and through you and let the Holy Ghost take you to places you've never been before. Why don't you stand with me this morning? Many good people have felt the tug of the Holy Ghost, but they've resisted it. They've made excuses why they didn't yield to it. But I wonder this morning if there would be a few people that would untie your life from the things that keep you where you are. And you would allow the Holy Ghost to take you to places you've never been today. Why don't you get in the current of the Spirit this morning? And let God take you to places you've never been. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed all over the room today. Come on, let the current of the Holy Ghost take you to a refreshing place. Let the current of the Holy Ghost take you to a place of renewal. Let the current of the Holy Ghost begin to flow over your spirit. Refreshing, renewing, and making all things new in your life today. I'm opening these altars here in just a moment. I wonder if there'd be somebody in the house today that would say, Pastor, I realize you preached to me today. It's not sin in my life. It's just the fact that I need the Holy Ghost flowing through me. It's just the garbage of daily routine in life that I need purified and cleaned out of me. I need, I need the refreshing of the Holy Ghost today. Come on, get connected to the source today. Reestablish your connection with the source today. I open these altars to you right now. Why don't you step out from where you are today? Why don't we fill up these altars this morning and talk to the Lord for a few minutes? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. into the flow this morning. Step into the flow of the Holy Ghost today. Step into the flow of the Holy Ghost today. Step into the flow of the Holy Ghost today. Holy Spirit, break out. All of heaven, come right now, why don't you let this be your prayer? Lord, connect me to you like I've never been connected before. Make sure, God, there's nothing that is clogging the flow of the Holy Ghost in my life. I want to be connected to you, Lord. I want there to be a free flow of the Spirit of God in my life flowing through me. Flowing out of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 